In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Still, we have not, I have not been able to decipher any more. I've got lots of sense written down that are just not deciphered. It's not referred to these again. So there's, there's two different, there's a hot dust smell and a regular dust smell. Not sure what hot dust is. <laughs> exactly. Hot dust. It, it dust just must have been the, that must have been the, the, the term you used. But you've also mentioned flat dust, which seems to be no. I don't have hot dust written down. What I do have is hot honey. Hmm. All right. So here's what I've got. I've got green meadow. I've got sulfur. I've got bread. Dust, vinegar, perfume, sweat, petrichor, smoke, hot dust, damp stone, hot honey. Okay, I do have hot dust down. Uh, metallic, balm, fire, honeysuckle, methane, green forest. He never came, well, he wasn't with us during Farron's tenure. I was like, he never came up with a Farron smell. Uh, green forest, roasting meat, lit match, and fresh linen candle, which was established this last time. Yeah. I love all of Jeremy's descriptions of that. He's like, it's, um, I can't remember now. I'm, I'm going to butcher it, what you said, but it was basically something about being You'll have very, to listen to the episode. Yeah, something about it being very self-satisfied or whatever. <laughs> I also, I had never thought of a, of a fresh linen candle or anything that says fresh linen scented before. You described it as like, you know, you can't really quite pin down this scent. It's just that fresh linen scent. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're right. Like, we just know that's the fresh linen scent. But what is it even? Is it, It's not floral. It's nope. not musk. Nope. It's like, you, know, you can't really quite, it, it's just, it's the fresh linen scent. And I was like, oh my word. It's I vaguely perfumey. Yeah. But it, uh, but it also is not like pleasant. His favorite scent. Really? You like yeah. the fresh linen ones? Wow. Fr- fresh linen candles and air fresheners are like his favorite thing. Mm-hmm. His jam? That's it's his jam. jam. And, you, and I also did clarify with you in a recent episode that smoke, lit match, and fire are different. They're yes. not, those are not just like, I didn't randomly write them down thinking that they were all different and they're not. Those are all different. But, and I have none of those. <laughs> none of those are ones that I have distinguished. It'll be interesting when he comes up with and throws a curveball and is like, uh, and the smell you smell is the smell of a Nintendo cartridge after it's been baking in the sun for a few moments. <laughs> what? Uh, I, don't, I have no idea what that smell is. <laughs> yeah. The smell of outer space. <laughs> well, hmm? None of us have been there, so. Uh... Are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ready, ready? Mm-hmm. We'll just get right into it. Yeah. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. We rise slowly perhaps expecting to go on another of our now-familiar jaunts around the continent of Edelin. This time, however, we only lift a couple dozen feet into the air, just high enough to see the jumble of the midnight market. For the most part, the booth-lined lanes of the open area are clear, except for the crowds, but a swath of debris some 70 feet long cuts straight north through a number of booths, Moonlight glints on bits of metal that peek out from under the mangled debris of wooden framework and shredded cloth. Coins and goods have been strewn this way and that as something has blasted through. Mariam, it is wonderful to see you. Uh, Might we impose on maybe some place you know that we could go that may not be as um, open and evident to prying eyes? Her face is blank, it is drained of color, and her mouth is hanging open. Her eyes are wide. What have you done? Well, we caused a bit of a stir. Now, we're going to do something a little bit different in Stack of Dice history. Oh boy. We're going to progress two days. <gasps> well, let me go ahead and erase my damage. And yeah, what, right? What we're going to do is we're going to use this as world building time. And so I look to the left and I, I look to the right and the right is a little lighter and the left is a little darker. So I turn to the right and I continue down there and it opens up into a much larger courtyard. There are some families there, there are some tables and they have lamb cooking on a spit 
uh, we know why you went this way. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't There's about no the light. light. You they, smell they, what, it, it smells like fresh uh, bread, but this bread is like really flat. I assume the boss is in. No, he's not. Not here. Why, why would you expect the boss to be here? Says one of the men. Well, uh, with all of the things that have gone on in the market square, I figured that he would be ready to start getting things going, to be speaking uh, to some of the businesses that now don't have the protection that he wants to have. Tira feels a, a twinge of responsibility yeah. because, you know, this fight broke out. Um, she's going to rush forward to the nearest stall that seems to be under repairs and say, here, let me help you with that. So Tira turns around to the nearest stall under construction and quickly jogs over there and says, here, let me help you with that, because she sees someone struggling with a heavy beam. Mm -hmm. Let me help you with that. You lift it, and as you lift it, you're looking down at your arm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This could get even better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you lift... um, how much time do you want to spend in the market helping? Not tons. I mean, she obviously, she hasn't forgotten about the book and realizes, you know, that, that the pull is always kind of there. Mm-hmm. But being uh, who she is as a folk hero realizes this, I'm, I, I bear some responsibility for this damage. I really, now that I'm here, I ought to help. Yeah. You spend, then I'll say maybe three hours mm-hmm. helping lifting and shifting. And by the end of that three hour period... As, as she is doing all this lifting, she's trying to call to mind that just what little snatches of the book, like, oh, lift with your legs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and oh, get, widen my stance. Yeah. Oh, that is easier. Oh, my goodness. I've got to get back to that book. That thing is gold. She sees her arm in a window. And goes, <laughs> Let me yeah. help you with that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she is. Uh, reveling in the work yes in various ways i like it Uh, by the end of the three hour period you've made an appreciable difference in the state of the market the worst of the mess has been cleaned out and really it's not quite as bad as it looked again it was a straight line Mm -hmm. damage and uh i would say well let's do a d roll a d12 okay that's how many stalls were damaged oh okay five okay five stalls were taken out in this explosion in the fiery end of the fight so you absolutely get that cleaned up and under control there's still some fragments and stuff right where, where rubble other people clearing are, is what yeah, we've exactly. been basically mainly focusing on the stall owners whose businesses were disrupted are there and they're they're obviously upset but they're not quite as mad as they could have been okay tira is going to before she leaves she's going to visit specifically each of the five stalls mm-hmm. that were damaged and she's going to give each of them 20 gold to help with their repairs. Great. You just bought yourself an experience. I did! <laughs> Why don't you keep a tally down yeah. there? They are grateful. And in fact, by the end of your time there, one of them has already started composing something of an informal song about Tira the Great. <gasps> I got a new title. <laughs> sort of. Hey, I'm taking it, dude. Dimitri, you have left the hideout and you are making your way somewhere. I'm going to be heading, they said he was going to be at the market. And so Dimitri knows that he needs to find, he's going to find Papa Nico up at the market. Papa uh, Nico Caligales. Papa Nico Caligales. He does not take the normal way of getting there. Uh, Dimitri is going to find, uh, if there was a dark alley where the hideout was, he's going to take the darker and grosser alleys to get to the marketplace. <laughs> mm. uh, these are places that... There are rats that wouldn't go down some of these places, mm-hmm. but they are some of the faster ways to get there, and especially if you don't want to be seen. Uh, they are not only a labyrinthine, but they are also slimy. Uh, Dimitri, upon getting to the opening of the marketplace, the, the sort of the, the rotunda, um, not rotunda, but the, the roundabout um, open space, he is able to see the Caligalis boys. You see Papa Nico out there mingling with people. He's shaking hands. His hair is slicked back, and he's proudly wearing his purple rose badge. How many of his boys are with him? He has four with him. Four boys with him, okay. And uh, they are much more blatant in their appearance than they usually are. 
up until today or last night, uh, they were one of the lesser families. And now this sudden shakeup has changed some things. So has he taken with him the the big broad shoulder boys or has he taken with him some of the happier faced ones? Because this is a PR mission. Oh, it's definitely a PR. Yeah. Okay, it's a PR mission. Yeah. Good, 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 good. That so he it. has one beefy guy mm-hmm. that you know is Lunk Caligalis. <laughs> it's a nickname. <laughs> and then uh, three of his others that are there with him. Nico, Nico, and Nico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, Diane, and Nick. <laughs> so dimitri is going to walk kind of behind where papa nico is but in a respect out of respect not out of a sneakiness um as he's shaking hands one of the hangers on notices you and gives him a jab in the ribs okay and then papa nico turns around his eyes narrow slightly, but then he breaks into a big smile and holds out his arms. Ah, Dimitri, come talk to me. Dimitri goes in for a, a hug, gives him a kiss on each cheek. You feel the, the four guys press in and they are definitely watching every move. Absolutely. Uh, Papa Nico, I am so glad that you are able to be out here today. Uh, come, and- why don't we go over here? Yes, sir. That would be wonderful. I would appreciate that a great deal. So You step away from the hustle and bustle. And uh, over to one of the outdoor tables outside the dubious dinghy. Okay. So what brings you to my marketplace today? Your market. You know what? I appreciate, I appreciate so much your uh, looking after the community here. And he uh, is after- leaning back in his chair, one arm draped over the next chair. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the community here needs good leadership. Uh, we've been lacking that for a good long time. You know, a despotism hurts an entire community. So the, the fact that you have been working so hard to develop goodwill among the people, I think, was a wise move and a timely one. I had to compliment you on that. Just as a bit of uh, a heads up, uh, the, the outside group that seemed to have some influence, that changed, well, the way things go around here. I wanted to give you uh, a little bit of insight into. They're not looking to establish a base of power here, but they do have an agenda. They are from out. His eyes are watching. They are very. Is he talking about us? Very sharp right now. This is a group that uh, is very powerful, but again, not trying to establish anything here. This marketplace is yours for the taking. I do, uh, I do think that you have a lot of, um, a lot of future here, and you know the area. You know the people. You've been here for a long time. I will. Tell me more about this group. Well, it seems that, as far as I can tell. Uh, they are they are they are friends uh, and patrons of Asimeries, so obviously popular with him, popular with everyone. Everyone loves Asimeries. Asimeries. Um, they, but once again, to to the subject of agenda, uh, just as a caution, one of the things that uh, caused a problem um, with uh, the Coropolis. one of the things that happened with the Coropolis family, as the Coropolis family really were pushing a very pro-slavery agenda. Of course. Right. Well, (laughs) and this grouping from out of town having slightly different values, it became a clash. I just want to let you know ahead of time that while this powerful group isn't looking to do anything major in the area. Are you coming here to threaten me? Absolutely not. Because I have some friends here who might... And these guys are great, and they've been here, and they're they're loyal, wonderful. Um, just wanted to give you a heads up about what the 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 source of the clash was. I can see that you're a man who will make make hay while the sun shines, and that's excellent. Just as a word of caution, only so that you know about what's going on before it happens. Somewhere in the near distance, a howling cat goes sailing through the air. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the table's occupants look quizzically <laughs> at it as it goes by and then shrug and go back to the conversation. Dude. Because of the great honor they have shown me, I would like to thank them. Where might I find them? Well, I would love to be able to handle that for you. Let me do what I can. I'm glad that I was able to make some contact with them early. I would like to arrange something. When would be a good time for us to come and meet you? They left awfully quickly. It, it would be nice to be able to see them in person. It would be, absolutely. What's, um, what would be the best time and location? We can come visit you at your place. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Boy. <laughs> Man. 
But I do not just allow anyone into my house. Nor should you. So I think a public meeting would be good. A public meeting, absolutely. Um, well, um, perhaps here. You want them to come here? Um, yes. It is nice. Are we setting up shop here then? Are we going to make sure that we can oversee the marketplace uh, uh, from here? Is this going to be? What is this? New? We. <laughs> We, the Caligalis family, the the new... There is no you in we. Obviously, not Caligalis. Just trying to make sure that you have what I you see. need. Just making sure the lines are clear. Very clear, Papa Nico. Very, uh, thought, I appreciate your thoughtfulness in that. <laughs> Crystal! <laughs> oh my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> I think we're going to pause right there. Oh my goodness, Okay. <laughs> That was genius, for one thing. Maybe, I don't know what you're intending, but like the, the, the subtle warning there, but it's more like a, like you meant that as a friendly, hey, if you want to keep your foothold in this city, you might not want, you might want to steer clear of the slavery issue because that's why those guys attacked. Oh my goodness, that was, that was fantastic. I love that. Wamberbass. We're back to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. The man is gasping, hunched over the table. Okay. Yeah. You're so- chewing on a piece of lamb. <laughs> Did I, did I really do that? Pre-chewed uh, lamb. No. Pre-chewed lamb. So, um, Seems to track. So I, it's tenderized. I take my, I take my right hand and I, I grab his right hand, like sort of like almost in like in a handshake, and I and my hand drops from his back down to his his arm, and he doesn't understand me. I would say you should chew your food better next time. And I, I he's trying to eat a whole horse. Yeah, yeah, I just and I do this with my teeth to say, and then he kind of chuckles and. And it sort of laughs off, and he puts his hand on my back and pats it a couple of times. He takes a ring off of his finger, and he slides it onto yours. You just got married! Womberbash is just... <laughs> Womberbash looks down in, in shock, and uh, and then I, as he you know is, doesn't really know what to say or what to do, out of the corner of his eye... Yeah, what's up? Why don't you describe the ring real quickly? Okay, yeah, so um, basically it is a... It's gold. And it is. It looks like it looks like it's uh, two pieces of gold that were uh, wound together and mm-hmm. then flattened. So okay. there's definitely a texture of a rope winding, essentially. And when they come to a head at the top, there there are two hands that are shaking hands. So basically, the twisted rope uh, turns into hands, and it, it the hands are joined like nice. they're handshaking, yeah, and it's I like flattened. It. While I'm noticing that, I look out of the side, sort of the side of my eye, and I know there's a a, a woman there with her young son. And I noticed that he was not one of the kids that were like hanging off, but he was always kind of looking at me. Yeah. And um, and when I looked at her face, she's just looking, no real emotion, just looking, staring at me. So then once that occurs, the little boy comes over and stands next to me and sort of grabs my grabs my right hand um, and just like kind of holds onto my two fingers, essentially, but tightly and won't let go. How old is he? Six. Okay. And so from there, uh, everybody, you know, kind of gets back to the table again, and hopefully homeboy chooses food a little bit better. Um, but the kids start, like, wanting to play or whatever. So I take the rod out that I've been carrying, mm-hmm. and I put it down on the ground, and I put my forehead on the top of it, and I spin around <laughs> Dizzy with <bat>. it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and this is the rod that you received from the lair of yes, all the broccoli. Yes, Okay, yes. gotcha. Making sure. And, and the kids are giggling and laughing, and so I hand it to one of the kids, and they take it, and they do the same thing, and they're you know, twirling around or whatever. And when they stop, they're like stumbling all over the place. Everybody's giggling. The little six-year-old um, stands there and he's kind of just giggling, but he's not really participating. Mm-hmm. He's just standing off to the side. Get warming up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so finally he walks over and extends his hand. And so I reach down to, gr- to give him the, the rod. The moment he touches and grips the rod, we disappear from that spot. Both of you. Both of us. And we show up in like this valley with hills and it's lined with, with grapes. And it's a bunch of great, basically it's a vineyard. And on one of the hills, there is a white, a white like cottage. And I look down at the kid because I'm like, I don't know what just happened. His face is lit up and he goes, Mbaba, Mbaba. And then he runs toward the, 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 the little cottage. So I turn and look and I run after him and say, hey, hey, uh, little, little boy, stop. We run into the the house and he looks around and he's very excited and he runs over into just a small little room and it looks like he's got a little bed there and and i'm saying you know when i say where, where where are we what's what's going on here and then he turns to look and he points to a painting on the wall and he goes mbaba mbaba 
and I look at this painting and it looks like me. Like it looks like a, a combed hair mm-hmm. and maybe well-groomed beard, Wamberbash. And I look at it and I look at the little kid and he goes, Mbaba, Mbaba. And then he grabs my hand and I say, I think he thinks I'm his dad. And so I, I look down and I say, mm-hmm. I, and I shake my head. I said, Mbaba. And he goes, mm, no, Mbaba, Mbaba. And I shake my head. No, mm-hmm. I, I'm not your, I'm not your father. And even though he doesn't understand me, he um, he starts to cry, and then he runs out of the of the cottage into the vineyard. And so I go running after him, and I catch up to him, and I, and I stop, and I kneel down, and I say, you know, and I I give him a hug, and you know, he kind of wipes his tears away, and then he grabs my my two fingers again, and we just look at the vineyard, and we're looking at the cottage, and then um, I sort of switch hands, and I, I grab the rod, and I take my Hand, my right hand out of his and I grab the rod and I just hold the rod down and, and at my side and he turns to look at me and he goes to grab my hand but he grabs the rod instead and we are immediately transformed back or trans trans pop, get transported back to the um the square or the, the yeah the little courtyard and the parents are free you know the older the old people are freaking out because we just disappeared and 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 came back and the woman which it seems now is the mom come running over and grabbed her son and was like you know what happened exactly now to them we disappeared and reappeared almost instantly it was uh, like visitors so it says although time passes normally so time passes at the same rate inside now. Oh, okay, okay. I I was I thought we okay, all right. Yeah, so we were gone for however long. So yeah. that's why they freak out. The mom comes over and grabs the son and kind of like in a protective like hug and looks at me, and I I simply say in, in my tongue, I'm sorry, I, I I'm sorry, I don't I don't know what happened. The rod is lying there on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And and I look at the rod and I and I point. I said I don't know. And then so I grab the rod and um, everyone draws back from yeah. The, the 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 man that I I saved from choking walks up to me, and he shakes my hand and he says something and he motions. He motions to the way I entered into the square, or mm-hmm. into the into into the courtyard. Yeah. And so I I I I look sad to them, and I turn and look to them, and I I bow and I say thank you in my tongue. And the the old man is not has doesn't have any animosity toward me, but he said, "Thank you, you know, thank you." I think yeah, it's, you've done enough. Yeah, Get yeah, out yeah. of here. And, I think um, you should leave. And as I leave, the little kid is holding um, his mother's hand and and just mumbles "Baba," and I leave the courtyard. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh my word, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you. Why don't you? Yeah, we'll we'll come back to XP at the end. That's like a hundred XP right there. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell a terrible story. <laughs> so you've each had a turn. Yeah. Um, Tira, we're going back to you. At the end of your three hours of shifting things, you think you've done about enough to help get the worst of the work done and any more and you'd be in the way. Yeah. I don't know how they want their stalls rebuilt. I was just helping them clear. Yeah. And they're already moving in new framework and new cloth and that sort of thing. Right. And the 20 gold per damaged stall was really meant to kind of, okay, whatever else you need done, I'm covering costs you know, make it as good as it ever was or better if you want. Yeah. And And wood on, on the islands is particularly hard to come by. And so, um, it's going to get eaten up pretty quickly, but they definitely appreciated it. Uh, you are turning to leave. If you can roll a perception check for me and Dimitri, if you can also roll a perception check. 14. Okay. (laughs) This is not what you wanted. No. (laughs) This is is going to go. (laughs) (laughs) Is it one? I rolled. Um, well, anyway, what did you roll? I rolled a three, but I can't roll past a 10, I don't think. Uh, that What was that called? It was called Reliable Talent. Reliable so, Talent. So and are you saying he can't roll anything under a 10? Like if he rolls, it automatically is a 10? Uh, there's a limit to it, Okay, but uh, that's the idea. That's mm-hmm. an interesting... Uh, yeah. Refine your chosen skill. Whenever you make an ability check that lets you add your proficiency bonus, you can treat of a 9 or lower as a 10. So I cannot roll lower than a 10 on something that I've got proficiency Yeah, That's just across the board. That's yeah. interesting. As, as a rogue. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, rogues have some neat abilities. Yeah. yeah including so. dealing 150 points of damage <laughs> with a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my wisdom modifier plus my proficiency bonus, which is another 10, so I rolled a 20. 
you you add that whatever you roll plus a t- plus the ten you get. Uh huh. The ten is basically taking the place of your die roll. Okay, and then you add. If you roll, oh, if you roll and, more than and ten, I have you a just take a double. And I have a yeah. double proficiency. Oh, double, double proficiency. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. Okay, you lock eyes. <laughs> Tira, you're clapping your hands to get some of the worst of the dust off mm-hmm, of them, mm-hmm. and you look up, and you see Dimitri sitting there on the front patio area of the still dubious dinghy, the still oh. still sitting there, but still with the crime boss. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to point at her with my finger mm. and whisper. Are you whispering or just mouthing it? It's it's his. It's the telepathy. No, I, no, it's not telepathy. I have to whisper. But I mean, it's yeah. message. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go back to Thump. Stay in the apartment. Okay. You do that. Tira holds his gaze for a few seconds and maybe inclines her head and raises her eyebrow a second, narrows her eyes. Yeah, you see the people Not, he's with. Yeah. Uh, you know that these are... Your spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, yeah it's my spidey senses, whatever. <laughs> that's that's for like physical traps and stuff. But uh, well. yeah, we'll give imperceptible to anybody but him because he's actually looking at me, an imperceptible nod, and just head back off the direction that the girls and I came from. And and, and looking like he's scratching his ears. Yeah, he's yeah, going to nod yeah. his head a couple uh-huh, times. Yeah, yeah. But she definitely clocked that. Yep. Papa Nico is continuing to talk. He is going off on some topic of interest to him at the moment. We're talking uh, about what he's going to do and how yeah. much power he's going to gain from this yeah. and exactly uh, how long he's been owed this and and how many people have been paying attention to him for long enough. And really, if they'd been paying attention, they'd know he was on his rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tira, you begin to make your way back. You've made this trip. This will be your third time making this trip. Yes. You went to the apartment to the market, and now you're on your way back. So it's getting a little bit easier. Why don't you roll me uh, an intelligence check again? <laughs> when I get lost, that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, the 13 that I got before was clearly not enough. I think I'm going to luck point that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Rhett's like, it was enough, but okay. <laughs> 11? It was going to be 11. Before okay. I had a 13, and I was being like... Mm. Guy, he's like, yeah, you're kind of stumbling around like you don't know what's going on. <laughs> now remember, you've got a couple days of downtime, which means yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, okay. I'm she's gonna, just gonna spend them in the alleyways. I was gonna do one more, and then that's it. <laughs> okay, twelve. <laughs> you get about halfway back, <sighs> and then you come to a junction, and you have no clue what to do. This does not look familiar at all. Again, in the background, a cat goes flying by. (laughs) That poor thing is boomeranging all over the sky. (laughs) Uh, And and then as you're standing there, someone bumps into you from behind. Oh, excuse me. Shira? What are you doing here? Bash! How did you get here? Uh, I was just returning from the marketplace. Oh. I'm so glad I bumped into you. Do you know how to get back to the house? Oh, I was glad you were here because I'm lost too. Last. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do another check now. One of you do it with advantage. Dude, you do it. Okay. <laughs> you both just sit down and wait to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I literally wrote two, two sixes. <laughs> so like they're not even... I... And you use all your luck points in that fight. You doof. Yeah, but we had a long rest since then. No, you have not. This is only I overnight. I said we had a long rest since then. <laughs> you <laughs> sure get, did. Well, you, you sure said it. it. Um, <laughs> I have a better, I have a different idea. Okay, what's that? I'm going to spend uh, five side points and I'm going to don wings and I'm just going to fly up into the air. Okay, this is a pretty narrow street. You're going to need to get out into the open. We can continue the way that Tira was headed to maybe get to the end of that alleyway, I guess. You're on a street, but it, remember oh. these are winding narrow yeah. streets so should i wait or just you know what that might draw too much attention yeah. too so let's just yeah forget that let's just wander okay yeah we're just help! Help! <laughs> i'm lost we will leave you here okay dimitri down in the marketplace papa nico has obviously moved on yeah so he's handling stuff with his boys he's still at the table with you but he okay. his mind is elsewhere now okay, he is obviously. counting chickens papa nico i appreciate your time and, and I, the the audience i was able to have with you today yes I, yes be gone I, uh, thank be you very gone. much i uh, have a good day um yeah, go, go get those people right now uh first uh, uh wait when are we meeting 
oh, I'm going to go talk to my uh, I'm going to talk to my contacts and see what we can arrange. It's get, not on them. It's on me. When is a good time for you then? That's what I wanted to hear. Yes, absolutely. Oh, let's see. Uh, tonight, midnight here. Tonight, midnight sounds like a great time. Wonderful. Everybody loves meeting at midnight. You have a good day. I, Papa Nico, I appreciate it. Boys, Nico, uh, Lunk, other Nikos, you guys have a great day. I look forward to seeing you the, uh, tonight. If you're you know, if you're still up. I know you guys are busy. Uh, I'm going to go pick up some things at the market here. Uh, tell them I sent you. you. I'm glad. Yes, I will most definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have a pleasant day. He's going to walk over toward the tanner. How bad did the tanner get hit by all the stuff? Uh, he, his was one of the booths destroyed. Oh, completely destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, it, it all happened right in front of his booth. Okay. Was it one of the ones that like, he got a cash settlement for? Yes. He yes. Has, he, has okay. he got so a cash got, settlement. <laughs> <laughs> he got a stimulus check. But, uh, has <laughs> your booth been destroyed? Talk to your act. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to have to wait longer for our, our water skins and, and my tunic. tunic yeah. Okay. So seeing the state of the stall... Dimitri knows better than to even talk about whether or not he's got his stuff because he's still putting stuff together. Yeah. Um, how about the tinker? How- the tinker is unaffected. Okay, so so Dimitri's going to walk over the tinker. He is grinding. He's okay. been busy this whole time. And in fact, as you walk up, he is just standing up to stretch. He's got his hand in the small of his back and he's arching back. But he's looking down at Tira's axe and it looks good. Okay. Um, Mr. Tinker. No. Uh, um, Winky. Winky. <laughs> Winky Goodness. the Tinker. Winky the Tinker. What no. else could he have been? No. No. no, he used to have two eyes with a spark in it. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is Winky because he's only got no, one eye. No. no, no. Let me come up with another name. Clops. <laughs> no. He's only got one eye. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Clops. Grief. Fenwus. Okay, Fenwus. Uh, hey, Fen, how you doing? Um, just got a question about that at axe you're working on. What's the, how close are we to being done on that thing? Oh, this was a tough one. It is very resistant to sharpening, but it is also very resistant to damage. I've never seen its like before. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, my, my, my friend in contact, she left that with you. Yes. Yes. The beautiful one. Yeah. She, boy, is she. Oh, and, and- <laughs> <laughs> Tira and Fuenwas, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Hitting it off. Femus. Oh, Femus. Well, uh, you know what? Um, so two things. One, um, I'm I'm hoping that we'll be able to come back and talk to you about that. But I also... Oh, it's done. It's done. Well, it, then it, I will it, absolutely take that over there I had to try many different approaches, but I think I have it. Well, wonderful. I'm going to slip that under here under my cloak real quick and see if I can get to that to her real quiet. Like, it is evident that things are changing around here. I want you to do what you can to let me know what it looks like uh, from your standpoint. No, oh, I can let you know. It will, it will take some of my effort to do. It takes some of your effort to make sure you tell me. Yes. All it, right. Well, you know, I, time away from the booth is time away from just the booth. time away from the booth. Right. Yeah. Not, not asking you to do anything extra, but let me know how people treat you. He is weighing your words in the scales of his mind. You can almost hear coins clinking. <laughs> All right. I'll come by later on to check on see how things have been after the change in power. If you see anything in particular, just make a note of it and we'll talk later. You got it. All by right. the way, did you pay for that axe or is he still waiting for payment from us? He, he is, he's not letting you go. Okay. <laughs> he, he's got one, axe, one hand on the axe yeah, handle. The axe. <laughs> All right. How much did you guys agree on the axe? Uh, since, you ten know, gold. Ten gold. Ten it was not 10 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Remember price okay. being talked about. He gives you a big smile. Right. You're, you're hilarious. Um, <laughs> you, I appreciate, you know, the saving the market discount would apply to them, obviously. Oh. What, did we come up with a price? No, no. no, but old girl scared him and said, look, you, you, make, yeah. you make him a, give him a good price for it. Yeah. I did break one of my wheels on this. How much is the wheel, man? Five gold. Um, I'm going to give him five gold. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. We, uh, we had to stick around. Like I said, with the change in power, we, uh, we understand that, uh, we still got to stick together. Yeah. Where, the new where boss. are you staying? Uh, a little bit out of town. I appreciate you looking out for us. We're trying to keep a low profile. Our friends are needing protection. I want to make sure they're okay. I see. I see. Well... See you soon. Absolutely, Fen. Take care of yourself, man. 
Femus. Yes, sir. <laughs> Femus. Gotcha. Femus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it down. So was Dimitri able to see the direction that, that Tira went? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can imagine you going into the market. The way you first described yourself is that even though you're talking to someone, you're, mm-hmm. you're constantly darting around. You were doing that exact same thing. Um, so I'm going to follow. Can please catch up with us. Yes, right. So I'm going to see what I can do to find them uh, about where they about where they are following about the, the general direction. Yeah. Since they were heading toward at least somewhat toward yeah. where we were going. Heading north out of the marketplace, there's really just a, a very small number of passageways that go into the city. And so you saw that she went through the central one. Okay. And so, then based on that, your mental map of the, of the area has you pretty well certain of which way to go. Okay. So I'm going to head that way. Now, again, what's the time of day we're currently at? Is this it's morning. It's it's about mid-morning? Yeah, 7 or 8 in the morning. Okay, it's pretty so still, early. So still pretty early. So we got our business done in the morning. So that good. was a pretty hefty breakfast they were having. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Plus the like the trip to Magic Land and all that. So yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. That was busy stuff. Okay. Yeah, so let's let's say it's about 9 in the morning. It's about 9 in the morning. Okay. Oh, actually, no. Tira finished with the three hours oh, yeah, three of work. three hours of work. So, 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 uh, so, so it's yeah. 10. It's oh, 10. Okay. 10, 11. Okay. Well, I'm going to do what I can, to, like I said, to, to find them and head and, and make sure that they're okay. Three hours, though. You're walking up the street. Mm-hmm. And, Dimitri's uh, going to step off of the main street for okay. just a moment. Good. He's going to get out of the Dimitri costume, mm-hmm. and he's going to put something on a little bit more quiet, a little bit poorer, uh, much like you had seen him before with a mask on. But at this point, at least they, they know what that looks like, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dimitri's going to walk up to them. Uh, are they sitting down, like he said, crying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're holding on to each other, just, oh, we'll oh, never no. get out of here. We're still sitting there looking. Yeah, we're just looking around. You know, I, was was I, it this direction? I thought I said to go back to the apartment. I thought I was going back to the apartment. Well, what were you doing there? It's long story here. Take the axe. We got to go find the big oh, guy. Oh, it's finished. I, I, it's done. It looks great. Look, you owe me five gold. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get off the street. We got... Two big problems to talk about. We'll make sure we get that taken care of. Um, All the, right. The big guy up there uh, is not very happy with me. That's a long story, but we got that done. Um, thank you for helping out in the market. This is a uh, this is a tight knit group of people that work really hard to take care of each other. Uh, the big families they come and they go. Um, uh, we've had a problem with the big bully family for a very long time, but it looks like we've inherited a brand new one. You know when there's a vacuum of power, but we need to get up toward the apartment and make sure. Do you have a way to contact Assemerys? No, I have not. I, I, I was asking if you not could take specifically, us specifically. Yeah, I've been telling everybody you're his best friend. I mean, we know him, and and we've met up with him. He's he's certainly been very helpful to us. I I don't know that we can find him in this city. I could barely find my way back to the, the hotel. Well, let's get back to the apartment. We need to, right. we need to get you guys off the street. Um, more than anything, we need to make sure that you guys keep low. Yeah, Asemarys was carried away by the crowd when we first arrived. I have no idea where they took him. Yeah, I really love Asemarys. All right, let's let's head back up. So Dimitri's going to um, get them back to the the, the secret the safe house. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as quietly as they can. Yeah, when Dimitri is leading you, it all seems to make perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a visually amazing place to be. It's... Tira, I thought I told you it was this way. Jeez. You did not. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we get about three quarters of the way. Dimitri turns around and goes back and goes a different way. So heads up toward the street, um, goes around and takes a few other Taking ways. us with you? Mm-hmm. Where, what are you doing? Where are you we're going? making sure that we are not followed very carefully. You think we're being followed? We, Give me a just, perception check, Dimitri. Well, it ain't going to be less than 10. <laughs> well, it's a 17 now. Oh, okay. Plus whatever. Plus yeah. all the other things. Your senses are that you are not being followed. If they, if you are, it is a very, very capable person. Okay. But there are people who are on these alleys and there mm-hmm. are people who can talk mm-hmm. if they're pushed hard enough. So mm-hmm. we're going to go a couple different ways. So hopefully we can create a couple different narratives either way. Yep. But getting back to the safe house. Take inspiration for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was smart. Once we get back to the safe house... Dimitri doesn't want to go up and have to uh, discuss the thing about Thump. I don't want to have to talk about that. So Dimitri's going to talk to him kind of on the front stoop. I have a couple of the meetings I have to make today. There's a couple people I got to talk to. 
right now the Calgaris family is kind of trying to step into taking over the um, taking over the marketplace, which is fine. Um, it's going to be better than what we had before. Um, yet at the same time, we've got a bunch of other problems. Papa Nico wants to talk to you later on. I'm not sure that's a good idea, so I'm going to go do what I can to figure out anything else. If anybody knows anything else about what's going on, I have to see if I have to worry about the Karopolis family, uh, any kind of revenge. I have to see where they're going, where he's hiding out. I'm going to do what I can. Go talk to Thump. Let him know that you got his thing taken care of. Here's your axe. Tyr is reeling from the sheer volume of information after her time in the market, she was under the impression that they were looked at with friendly eye and that there was going to be no problem here. And now he's sitting here saying there's a new crime family coming in and and we might be being followed and you're going to be in danger. And she's like... Wamberbash has no idea what's going on. No, yeah. yeah, all this is bad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. He's, he's and, and, he's like, and he's like, problems with Thump. What, are, what happened while I was... <laughs> Donald Glover with the pizza box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, and I assume that after he says all that, he just kind of turns around and goes, and we're, what, we're on the doorstep of this place. And so yeah. she watches him retreat. Tira, what's going on? I don't understand. I honestly don't know. Let's just get back upstairs. Yeah. In the stairwell, you hear heavy feet moving around uh-huh. in the room. Almost on top of each other, there's the smell of damp stone and methane, mm-hmm. and those are both pretty strong. Oh, goodness. Poor Thump. I didn't realize how long I'd been gone, so Tiara runs up the stairs and bursts in the door. I'm so sorry, and she runs and hugs him. He stands there taken aback by the flurry of emotion that you're showing, but uh, he eventually puts I mean, his hands down and pats you. she sobbing or anything, but yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he, yeah. he pats you on the head. Meanwhile, it was all a misunderstanding. He's actually in there dancing with another one of his race. We just, we just put a cramp on his dating style. <laughs> oh, we forgot to walk thump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. That's really messed up. You just, thump, thump in there. I need walkies. I need walkies. <laughs> He's doing the tippy tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The pee pee dance. Here's <laughs> your thing, Oh, my word. That's actually his smell for, for me. Bash. Yeah, that means bash and damp stone is Tira. <laughs> I didn't realize how long, I didn't mean to be gone that long, Thump, but they, they really needed help in the marketplace. But we're back now. Um, the book's glow beckons to you from the bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to lay down for a little bit and, and maybe just peruse a page or two and she dives into the bed and <laughs> flips right open to that dog-eared page. Now, what was this about? A balanced oh, diet? The, uh, the page heading has changed. What? Feet of arms. Tira, the dwarf warrior, and how she is changing the world. What? And there is a, a not-too-unflattering drawing of you standing there flexing. How many negatives were in that? <laughs> not That's true, too, too unflattering. Yeah. So relatively flattering. Yeah. Not okay. <laughs> no, I got it. It's just funny. It's like not too unflattering. Bash walks up to uh, Thump and says, "Can you grab this rod?" And Thump grabs the rod, and and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And so Bomber Bash is going to sit and examine this thing like closely, like look at it, all of its crannies, nooks, whatever, because he's trying to figure out yeah. what happened. And and the only common denominator is that the kid and he grabbed the rod at the same time, but he just still doesn't know what the deal yeah. is. But you were holding onto the rod when you offered it to yeah, Thump and nothing yeah. happened, so yeah. that's obviously not it. I like how you're flavoring this. Dimitri, out on the street. Okay, Dimitri out on the street is going to, one... He's going to go, is it Mary, Marion? Mariam. Mariam. So it's like Miriam, but with an A. Right. Dimitri wants to go visit Mariam immediately. She seems to be one of the most well-versed people in the area about, you know, kind of what's going on. And she not only respects the guests that she has, we know we have someone safe with her. She's looking out for us. And the removal of the Karopolis family did help her. So she's going to be somebody who's going to be at least somewhat mm, understand understands the wrong word sympathetic so thank you that was the word i was looking for um sympathetic dimitri would go back to mariam's uh inn yeah papa nico and his gang have moved on they're back down circulating through the market you see coins changing hands here and there otherwise the patio is free and you're welcome to go in so is mariam around there's a smell of baking bread from the back kitchen wonderful 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 
Dimitri's going to go in the back entrance if he can. Is it possible to go in the back? Uh, yeah. Okay, Dimitri's going to go around the back entrance and see if he can be uh, going to walk in there. You slide in and, uh, ooh, what are you doing in here? Well, being quiet, first of all. Do you know anything about the Caligalis family's normal dealings? And do you think that they're going to be useful for you in the future? She puffs to blow some uh, stray wisps of hair from her face, and then she tucks it, but then she leaves a streak of flour as she leans against the counter. You know they just left here after talking to me. How bad was it? It's been worse. So, better than the Cropless family, but not necessarily better across the board. Meet the new boss. Yeah, right, exactly. I appreciate you taking care of the friends. They, they seem like genuinely good people, and the Asimari stamp of approval is not something to be taken lightly. I think more importantly than that, the way they treat the big one means more than anything. The slave? Yeah. Well, it's good. They're decent. They're not looking to push anybody under them. Both All the crime families are looking for a way to get up, and they don't, they don't care who gets hurt in the process. I suppose I can respect that. It's different. Maybe too different. Maybe all at one time, for sure. Papa Nika wants to meet with him this evening. I'm going to see what I can do. Uh, <laughs> a night visit. Yeah. Uh, I, no, uh, normally a night visit's a one-way uh, one trip. Um, hopefully, what we can do is we can put something together so that there's an understanding, or at least that they'll, prepare, they'll be prepared for that. Where will this happen? Well... <laughs> on your front porch? <laughs> I already know, because he told me time and again that we need to be ready. Be ready for what? For his big meeting, his first meeting. Excellent. No, that's quite useful then. What does he know about the visitors? I know enough when to stop talking. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Mariam, I appreciate your thoughtfulness, and I appreciate your help in this. Look forward to seeing you this evening. I did let him know... They are probably not to be trifled with. That will help more than you even know. I will hang some more evil eye symbols. Perhaps that will protect me. Well, protecting the people who are a part of the marketplace who keep this city going is much more important than making sure the bosses stay on top. I like that idea. I'll take my leave then. Mm -hmm. Yes, see you tonight. Dimitri immediately goes to a shop that's going to have rags and resale clothes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dimitri wants to drop about a um, gold coins worth on clothing that look about the right size for the people who uh, he's with. And he's going to try to find things that look at least somewhat similar, mm -hmm. like uniforms. Okay. That'll be closer to two gold. Two gold. For that. But yeah. That's worthwhile. You could have used your whole persuasion thing. I could have. <laughs> yes, could have. But if you really love that not, gold as much mm, as you do, well, I would have tried it. <laughs> we're going to owe him five anyway for the axe. Aw, oh, stink. This guy's trying to make an example of us. <laughs> or use us somehow. He picked Midnight and Dimitri. I mean, obviously, we don't know this yet, but we know it because we were sitting here at the table listening to him say it. He's like, that's a one-way trip usually. He's like, eh, come here, come here at Midnight so I can lop your heads off. I mean, it's not good. So um, in picking those things up, Dimitri's going to spend a good portion of his time in his current outfit, not, 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 not the big flashy one, but the current outfit, speaking to a few of the vendors, telling them that there's this new family that's moving in. And they do things a little bit different. And the Cropless family already made a mess of things. And really, honestly, unless the Caligalis family plays nice, that they're going to end up the same way. Mm, okay. Oh, planting, my word. Planting the seeds. <laughs> all things to all men. Oh, my word. <laughs> okay. Um, so we are going to basically allow from this point up until midnight to pass as a block so why don't you tell me how you're going to spend this time, and then we'll go ahead and bring this episode to a close. Can I say sleep, and then it could be a long rest? Yep. All right. So you're taking a long rest. Basically, a long rest is, I think- Low-level activity. Yeah, low-level activity, eight-hour period of Perfect. which- Okay. Of which six hours needs to be sleep. You just tell me how you want to use okay, the time. nice. 
Uh, Tira's just reading. She okay. is engrossed. Dimitri at some point is going to get some sleep because he did get hit in the last battle. Yep. Pretty good. So Sounds he's going to find one of his safe houses. Yeah, one of your go-downs. Yeah, and he's going to uh, get himself some sleep after he does a fair amount of telling tales of the the outside influence, this strong sort of army. That, I mean, we only had three different people mm-hmm. come from this really powerful family from out of town. You saw the way they completely destroyed the Coropolis family. And honestly, they're so forward-thinking. They do things completely differently. This whole like slave trade thing doesn't work with them. One of them is so brilliant, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that they fight for equality means that they're not like one of the local crime families. They're actually interested in everybody having a chance, which makes for great possibilities. So hopefully this will be a completely different situation in the future. These freedom fighters have come to town. He's filling us up as a crime family. (laughs) (laughs) And and then when they actually see us, they're going to be like, that dwarf and that disheveled looking (laughs) man child. I smelled him before I saw him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> disheveled looking man child that's perfect Wamber Bass you are basically sleeping the whole time yeah I'll I'll wake up occasionally pass some gas and probably just <laughs> go to, go there, there's a bowl of fruit on the table there's I, it's fruit already scattered gone. around it's already yeah. gone yeah, okay yeah. Tira did not take any damage in that fight oh okay um, thanks and so you know she is just she's engrossed in this book and, yep, and right now the flashing yellow letters say Flex like a freak! How to impress everyone with the perfect form! Oh my word. Uh, so she is actually finding, as, as she's just imbibing all this information, and she's feeling rejuvenated like, like she would with sleep. It's just, it, it's, it's just feeding her soul and her mind, and she's just alive to all these new ideas about how to better use her strength. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so from basically noon till... Very close to midnight, so 11, that's 11 hours plus the hour you got in the morning. That's 12 hours of the 48 that you're going to need for completing this book. So we find Dimitri sleeping in one of his rather shabby but safe places. Womberbash sprawled on the bed, snoring, drooling, bits of food tumbling off his face and onto the bed. Tira next to him, nudging him when he's getting exceptionally annoying. Mm Mm-hmm. Thump, also dozing at the window, sitting in a comfortable chair and gazing out when he is awake. As he sits by the window, Tira, your nose tickles a moment. As your nose is assaulted, it's increasing in intensity, but there's a skunk smell. And then it curls at the end with a bit of perfume. Okay, so that's got to be the smell of Dimitri. Hang on. That's his smell for him. I'm going to guess anyway. Skunk slash perfume. And that's how we're going to close this episode as we head towards a midnight meeting with Papa Nico Caligalis and the new crime family. It'll be interesting. Are we all going or just us two? Like, I would think you wouldn't bring Thump at the... I I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm sure that Dimitri will And we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, we're we're like, like, oh, go meet this new guy. Although Tira does have an inkling, like the very smallest of inklings that whoever we're meeting with is not all on the level because Jeremy, well, Jeremy, (laughs) because Dimitri was like, get out of here, don't talk to me, you know, so she kind of read a subtle warning about this guy in that, but that, I mean, that's very baseline. Mm. It's not like, oh, I have this whole thing worked out. Experience points. My goodness. (laughs) I hope you were keeping track of the things that happened. So Wamberbash, I seriously want to give you 10 Bam. for the story that you told yeah. of the wand. Man. I like how you worked in the game to activate it. Uh, that's going to take some figuring out to recapture I, yeah, it. Yeah, because I still don't know how it works, but exactly. it worked one time and I got to figure it out. Exactly. Jeremy, I mean, just the canniness of Dimitri Take 10. I think all of you get 10. Let's just go that way. Uh, I did not put anything There's got to be a Norse thump. battle, though, too, with this. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. Let me... You can have a Norse battle. No battle. <laughs> I'm going to give Thump a total of five over the last two episodes. Okay. 
All right, and let's go for Norse battle. I mean, I know he just got 10 points for all this, but I mean, just all the whole time that Jeremy was talking in the marketplace, my mind was just blown. I'm like, oh my, I could, I could say, I kind of see what he was doing. And it was just, I am terrible at extemporaneous speaking. <laughs> I tend to stumble and, and say stupid stuff. That doesn't even add to the story, really. Yeah, and are that you are you in cahoots? Just genius. In cahoots? With what? Like, are, like, like the story kn- that he's telling. Are you know about that? Or he's, he's making it up. Okay, yeah, because so I'm like, seeing a tapestry woven in front of me. It yeah. is. It's, and it's, it's like, what is going on here? Yeah, we hadn't arranged any of that. That was, so that needs a couple extra points. Yeah, at I least. think so. At least like seven D points. Because it was just it was. It, yeah, it seemed yeah. very well planned and thought out. I'm like, wow, he's taking this. Yeah, no, that, really, that's really that's good. all good. Um, Thump doesn't get any of that, so I'll just take the pat on the back. But Jeremy, <laughs> uh, why don't you take another five? At the same time, I do have to say, you know, you're saying Thump doesn't get any of that. However, I do appreciate the fact that Thump acts in a way that is not easy to get along with because Thump stays spiky. Thump acts outside of what is the easier, helpful thing in a way by immediately kind of going with sort of a gut reaction. Bristling. Bristling. And while it might have been easier for Demetri to go ahead and take uh, the cloak and get all that taken care of, Thump's reaction to Demetri undercuts an easy thing to happen because that's very what Thump would do mm-hmm. in that particular situation, given Thump's background. Yep. Yeah, that was that was interesting that he was that's what something you can give Thump some uh, points for. He was just starting to kind of come around like he was weighing Dimitri's words. He's like, um, OK. Then when he reached out and he saw that blue skin, he's like, whoa, uh-uh. and that that brought him up short and changed tacks immediately. So that was that was well played, I thought. So give him a couple, which sure. I still don't know. what. But that's you're about. the DM. You get to decide how many that's worth. But yeah. Yeah. Forty three. <laughs> is, is he? A, is he? A, he's a. He's a level ahead of us, right? He's fifteen. Yeah, he's fifteen. Yeah. yeah. He's seen some things. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other nominations? Well, uh, um, Tira working within the folk hero to help. I mean, I, I know that Tira's background is folk hero, but that she also plays folk hero. In that, here is a situation in which you've got the entirety of the the marketplace kind of beat up by the things they did. Yeah. So she's responsible for the beating up of the thing, but then she also feels responsible for it. And so what she does is she helps. She not only puts things together and kind of, you know, actively um, builds elbow up grease. positive elbow grease, but then also pays, which is really folk hero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Meredith playing Tira as being the folk hero, they're always helpful. I think that that was very playing within character. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really, this is hard for me. Because I don't really understand Bash's character very much yet, so it's hard. I know that there's some of the characteristics, but I don't really understand his character. I don't as think much. we understand him either. Oh. <laughs> We've known him. Well, for great. He's very yeah. complex. Yeah. We've known him. For so days. it seems. Um, I so it's hard for me to say Michael is acting within the character. Although I think that no, the, he totally is. This is not the first time that little kids have flocked to him. <laughs> he he everywhere beginning. we go, like from the very beginning, that that first dinner in Arden after something. After you, after you helped deliver the village, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like... Even when we were fighting that place, remember where the guy's son was being in the sewer? We had to go through the yeah, sewers. Yeah, well, that was a witch, though. That was a little... No, but the... <laughs> oh, the little girl? The little, the little girl she was, was possessed, though, right? She was the witch. Oh, okay. But still... Even the witch is like me. But, but... The, <laughs> even with that, that was why she did it, because, like, little kids have always flocked to you. Yeah. A so, friend, yeah, that, that was definitely... definitely very thing. children and little beasts. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely was playing within uh, Bash's yeah, character. Yeah, so yeah, not knowing Bash at all, I couldn't say that as, as readily. But but understanding understanding Tears sort of background and her character, like the way that she acted in the marketplace, absolutely fit with that. And she bought herself an experience. I did. Point. I, I, I've okay, already noted okay. that yeah. much. Oh, yeah. I noted the okay. bought experience okay. point. But do I Great. get any more? <laughs> yeah, take two. Yay. Okay, and let's get a recap. Oh grief! Hang on a second. So that is sixteen, right? All right. Tira is 16 points into level 14. Great. Wammer Bash is 24 points into level 14. Dimitri is 42 points into level 12. Making good progress. And Thump is 43 points into level 15. Okay. Woo! 
Well, that's it for now, stackers. We hope you have enjoyed this ongoing story. It's taken some definite interesting turns that I had not planned, but that's why I love opening the game up like this, because it really, I think it enriches everything. So thank you everyone for having a hand in the growing city of Karavi and all the interesting intrigues that are going on here. You're all contributing to that. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you here again at our table next time, right here at Stack of Dice. I forgot that part of my story. Um, the fam- hit That little boy's family, the last name is Damalis or Damalis, mm-hmm. and his name is Dino, but we, we, we didn't get that far. You didn't get that far. I, I mean, you never I, I really didn't Uh, Dimitri is going to do what Hang he... Hang on. Will that thumper go by? Nick, 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 Nicky, Nick, 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 yeah. <laughs>It seems that, as far as I can tell, uh, they are patrons of Emery's. So obviously they're very popular with him and popular with the people because of that. Yes, Emery's. Yes, that one I should have read that one. <laughs> why, why don't you re-say uh, that? Okay. What, yeah.